This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Oh, yes, yes, y'all. To this, the beach, y'all. This is Damian Lemon. And this is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation. The podcast. Yeah. I always feel like Run DMC when we go back and forth like that. Yeah, it's That's that old school. It's very old school. Uh-huh. Rappers don't go back and forth, they take the whole 16. Or the eight bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do a eight, few. Do a hook. Very few bars now. It ain't no back and forth. You say this line and then I say the rhyme mm-hmm. line. Because it's email. <laughs> Can't just be he's an instant messenger. <laughs> ha hoo! Boom boom! Ha hoo! <laughs> anyway. Uh, what's cracking, man? How you doing? Man, as you can see. Ramadan is over. <laughs> yeah, he's back in the in the business, you know huh? What I'm saying? We huh? back, you know what I'm saying? Eating and drinking in the daytime. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So today was eat, you know? Yeah. La- yesterday was the last day of fasting. Okay. And um, feeling fresh, feeling good. We'll be back in the building. Yeah. How was the Ramadan overall? Did, was, did you learn anything? You felt like you gleaned something? Yeah, I mean, just more faith, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I set my intentions in the beginning. And I feel like I'm well on that path of what I intended to to okay. get done. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get things done during the 30 days or 40 days. You know what I'm saying? But it gets you started. It's like a new year. You know what I'm saying? It gets right. you get you back focused. You know what I'm saying? By the time it come back around next year, you'll be raggedy again. Like oh, you know what I'm saying? Just, just frazzled. Time to do it once again. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But coming up out of you usually be fresh, and I, and and it's a good time this year for how it timed out. Cause usually it'd be dead center in the middle of the summer. The last few years is like dead in the middle mm-hmm. of the summer. You know what I'm saying? July, June last year. You know what I'm saying? So this year was more May, and um, <clears throat> now the summer could kick off and you're right. fresh. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting fresh in the middle of the so summer. So you could participate in the summer. You could participate in the summer. You could actually have, you know what I'm saying, get your get your your mind right to capitalize on summer. You know what I'm saying? Usually you be dead sitting in the middle of it and you ah, ah, then trying to get right in the middle of some craziness. Um, but this year is it, it's done, it's good. We setting off on some good projects. Like, you know what I'm saying, the summer projects are just starting right after, you know what I'm saying, this mm-hmm. is over. So, you know, it's beautiful. Nice little a la oop. Ah, that nigga's a comedian. Hilarious. <laughs> Damn. That's a good one. <laughs> you like, you like the a la oop? A la oop. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Dunking on these Oh, foes. shit. Speaking of the games, <laughs> you see these? You been watching these finals? I saw the um, first game. I didn't see this. I missed the second game. Oh, man. I missed the second game, too, actually. Uh, yeah, I missed oh, the so we, we on the same we page. We on the same page. <laughs> I see, but I did see the Drake Chronicles. Yeah, Drake Drake is out there with He a whole... He a whole nother entertainment value for the game. He damn near outshining the game. The game is cool, but he's definitely. I guess LeBron ain't in it this year, right. so they had to, you know what I'm saying, fill right. up the fill the void. Star power. Yeah, bring some star power to it. Guess appearance. The trolling that he's doing is amazing, though. Top it, notch. Yeah. The, Primo. The Kevin. <laughs> the Kevin hoodie. The Kevin. Even the, the Curry jersey. Shit was bananas. The Curry Toronto jersey. Oh, man. With his dad jersey. That's that was deep. That's, that's next level. It was diabolical. He's 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 a high-minded troll. I can't be mad at him. No doubt. Can't be mad at him. The picking the lint out of my man hair. That a fucking nigga. Can't he be in it? Yeah. <laughs> but just the damn. So you got lint in your hair right before you got to play in the finals. Hoo <laughs> You motherfucker. Anyway. Fuck you, Drake. Yeah. What you think of this series, though? How you feeling about it, Ben? I'm feeling good. I'm glad Toronto was able to to take one. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? They they definitely ain't getting swept. That gives you a lot of confidence to go into the rest of the series. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um and it and it shows that, you know, while on the from from my perspective, you know, the Warriors they always look invincible. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like shit, it's just too much. You know, mm-hmm. too many tools. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Too 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 much. Yeah. So it's unfair. You know what I'm saying? For when they when they lose, it feels it feels pretty good to know that okay, they normal, they human. Yeah. And then what Drake is doing actually is fucked up for the Warriors, uh, perception wise, because when you see them respond to him, mm-hmm. it makes them even more human. Right. You know what I'm saying? When they were like an invincible mm-hmm. force to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you see Kevin Durant and and um Draymond or Clay Clay Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Responding to Drake. Well, more KD than than Clay. Mm-hmm. Clay always keep his shit cool. He was yeah. like, yeah, motherfucker, fuck you. Yeah, he's very neutral. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but when you see KD fully engaged in the back and forth, it's like, ah. Oh. He feel like, I think it's, yeah, he, he looks, they look like they're, uh, you know, uh, not, to your point, human, I guess. Right. In the, yeah. And then with the KD shit, he got to do something because standing in the, t- in the tunnel just giving daps is not the move. Either you going to play, my, right. my man, my, or what are you doing? My this, G. <laughs> this in the tunnel. Yo, yo, good game, good game. That shit is. Cheerleader, cheerleader Kevin. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's a little it's a little frustrating. He got to stay involved, though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I guess so. But you know what I'm saying? You, you, uh, in, in your sports figures, you want everybody to be Kobe and Joy. Little you know ice cold, oh ice cold assassins don't you know what I'm saying? You mm. never see them be human, unbothered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, nah, yeah. you ain't gonna never catch Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Playing around in the tunnel with Drake. Yeah, that ain't. That you know what I'm saying? Happen. He gonna give him a good old <laughs> right and keep it moving. Right, right. He might swing on Drake. He might swing on him. Yeah, <laughs> he play too much. Draymond probably the only one with that energy, and even that's kind of subsided. Yeah, but Draymond, his shit, he 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 has that energy to the where it's like almost like, like he take it over the edge sometimes. Not in a way that, in a bad way, just in a way that's that also lets you know that he's human. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He don't keep it real composed and and, and keep it. He don't take it so seriously. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He like that neighborhood bully. You know okay. what I'm saying? They just fuck with you and laugh about it. Uh-huh. Come back and fuck with you again. Right. You know what I'm saying? He ain't the one that's just gonna kill you, walk off. Nah, he wanna, he wanna. He laugh. like, he like the provocation. He, yeah, he wanna revel in the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what's up with you, man? What's going on? How was your your break from Ramadan? Did you uh, what you eat? Did you do anything crazy or? Nah, nah? I kept it to my same routine. Okay. Really, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, usually, you know, everybody usually go to the big. Eat celebration and masjid and stuff, but okay. you know what I'm saying I can't front. I ain't been to the masjid, so I feel real weird just going for the eat. It's like Easter, <laughs> you know, showing up, right? Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I celebrate within my own okay. confines. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? As of now, my pops want me to go to the masjid more, uh-huh. but you know, I'm 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 on my journey. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Making my way. Okay. In this world, you know what I'm saying, the best way I know, right? Giving now. it everything you got. You're exactly. There you, you go. know what I'm saying? We got a whole theme song for it. You know what you were going with, right? <laughs> nah, what was I going with? What record is that? That um, making the way in the world today, giving it every. Let's talk. Is that? Would you like to get away? What record is that? Uh, ooh, cheers. That's the cheers theme that you was going cheers? through. Cheers. Yeah, you were just. Uh, I guess absent. Like where everybody knows your name. Yeah. <laughs> making a way in the world today, giving everything you got. That's how it kicks <laughs> off. Yeah, I never man. watched Cheers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. Cheers was the shit. Cheers is on Netflix. It's not that you has any new fans forty years later, but yeah, it's, that's, it's a that's kind of like the same thing. It's gonna feel weird going joining Cheers later like that. Yeah, you, yeah, I guess it's definitely gonna. Uh, you're not gonna see much of you. Did he have one black Cheers. character? Didn't he? I don't think so. Um, Nah, they look at they were like, no. No, no. <laughs> they immediately, no. That's why no. it's classic. That wasn't even the era of Come the black. On. No, blacks, no. <laughs> Ooh, Stop it. You guys had the Jeffersons. The, Keep it moving. The good old days. I had a teacher tell me that shit back in high school. I was like, it was no black people on Happy Days. He was like, that's why they called it Happy Days. I was like, ah. And that's really why, why I don't fuck with the 50s, man. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I, the 50s was a great time for white people. 
Uh, dude. It was terrible for us. All of them times was a great time No, I'm talking about but the 50s. That's what's their that shit. That was like, that was, their that was 90s. like the pinnacle. That was like the golden era of white in America. I hear you. know what I'm saying? Leather jackets and big shiny cars right. and drive-ins. Sock hops. Drive-in restaurants, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. With, the, with the waitresses on skates and yeah. shit. Yeah, They was having a good time. Yeah, you ain't seen no blacks in that. In that we fun. was having a terrible time. You know, and I, you know, Sony, that you say that, I be feeling, I feel that way when I go to like, uh, like I go upstate, or I'll go to some of these little places, like you know, like you go to like to the Hamptons, or you go to mm -hmm. like Savannah, and you go to these places where these these big manors and these mm -hmm. huge, like they're beautiful plantations sometimes, plantation great style looking, manors, yeah, yeah, great looking houses. That look great, and you've seen them on, you know, on movies and television right. as the great homes that they are. But you never see yourself in that shit. Nah, nah, you nah. Know? And see, but even those like the plantation style homes, mm -hmm. that's a you know early top of the century, you know, what I'm saying late eighteen hundred shit. Yeah. And you know, it was few, you know, what I'm saying few of them having a great time. You know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. then in the twenties, you know, what I'm saying it was the roaring twenties yeah. and shit. Few, you know, what I'm saying it was a set of them having right. a great time. But it seemed like the fifties was the jam. Huh? The regular white man was having a great time in the fifties. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Fonzie and them, they weren't rich or no shit. Right. It was regular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Worked at the gas station right. pumping gas. Having you know a good saying? ass time. Cigarettes rolled up in a white tee. Mm -hmm. They was having a great time after work though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? It was like when you see all the imagery, mm -hmm. yeah, I just never connect with it. It's like, eh, mm -hmm. I don't know. At least in the 60s, we was fighting back. You know what I'm saying? Getting a voice. Yeah, we were in there. We you know what I'm saying? We was getting a voice and right. coming, you know, had our, right. like, fuck it. We're going to grow these froze out real right, big right, right. with these bell bottoms and we going to. We got an agenda. You know what I'm saying? We got some shit to do. We got some shit to do. What is the, what's the, uh, what's the best decade for blacks? <laughs> right it, now, motherfucker. You think it's right now? <laughs> it's is it a, always? It's a hell of a time to be black. <laughs> I think Chris least, Rock says some shit like that. Like, the future is always the best for us, obviously. But, I mean, if we had to look back, like, how you pulled out the 50s. I think, I think you know, I think we had a great time in the 70s. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of great music. Mm -hmm. You know, we was, you know, breaking free. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it was, it's, our shit rolls out in stages. Right. You know so <laughs> we get five months. We get a whole decade. You know we get five years. You know what I'm saying? Then, then we got to move where we wanted to move and shit and, live in the suburbs and mm -hmm. shit. And then, you know, the 80s, we got hip hop. The 80s got hip hop. And, and then the 90s, it kind of went to that level. 90s went to that level. Only thing about the 80s and the 90s, it, we did have to cut a little bit of that joy with some crack epidemic. Well, but they, they, tried, was, they tried to get us with the crack, right, put right. us back in our place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like a good 88 to 93 was a good half of that. It was a nice, I felt good about those years. I, I, I felt take, good about the Obama years. Obama years. Good. I mean, yeah, eighty-eight to ninety-three was great. That was that was like that was my coming of age. That was. I'm uh, judging it by hip hop. I'm trying to, you know, there was nah, some but life, up lifestyle. Shit. Lifestyle though was great. That was a great time. It was yeah. great hip hop. It was great clubbing. It was great. It was great style. There's a lot going on. It, it was, was a lot of opposition was, back then too. But but you didn't feel it because you had hip hop. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like the way I was living, mm -hmm. I didn't feel none of that sh oppression. You know what I'm saying? Because it didn't affect me because I was in my own bubble, in my own right, world. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like later, like now, where you have to, where you got kids and everybody is integrated and you got gentrification and we all, it's the first time in the history of America where white people are moving to black neighborhoods and we living together mm -hmm. where, where it was a, it's a black culture. You know what I'm saying? Now you have to figure out new shit. It's new shit to figure out. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? How do we deal with each other? In 88, mm -hmm. you didn't have to see white people if you didn't want to. In my world. You know what okay. I'm saying? It's like, you know what I mean? It was just right. just black, a black existence. You didn't have to listen to their radio. You didn't mm -hmm. have to do none of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So everything we did was I went to a black ass school. Right. On the weekend, we went to black ass house parties. Black ass clubs that Luke ran, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying, and listen to black ass music from DJs and underground radio, and it didn't exist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Went to Fan U, and you know what I'm saying in '90, and that shit was 
Black a, a, a black bubble, mm. and then you had Martin on TV. You had wow. you know what I'm saying, Cosby's in a different world, and you know what I'm saying, in Living Color, mm. and uh, Apollo, and uh, Apollo Comedy Hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Def Comedy Jam. Right. Shit, you was fully entertained, and you really never had to step out of it if uh. you didn't want to at that at, at that stage. Yeah, but see, that was also the same time as what uh, OJ. It was same time as. Uh, but OJ was a. You know what I'm saying? For the for lack of a better thing, it was a celebration because he got well, off. He got off, but I mean, around that same time was uh, what was it? The the riots, the riots. Mark, was Rodney going King, on. but then Rodney we had King. that mean we had our voice. We, we got, had we had, we, had, a, had our, we could we could reference our inner Chuck D. Right. You know no, I'm saying? not saying that. I'm just saying that we had some opposition. That was also Central Park Five, eighty nine. There was a lot of shit going no, on. No, it that, definitely was a lot of shit. The, the, I always said, I said this when Trump got elected. I knew that culturally, we were probably going to get better. Because when shit is fucked up, mm-hmm. culturally, shit gets way better because right. we trying to manifest or make some sense of what's going on and, and like respond to what's, you know what I mean? What's right. the, the zeitgeist? Right. And Central. Go ahead. Like you said, you had the Central Part 5, right? Yeah. Where I was from, I mean, you you saw it on the news, right. you know what I'm saying? But you didn't really understand it as much. Like I understand it more now, right. living in New York. Right. But at the time, like I said, living in a in a black bubble, mm-hmm. you didn't even understand how a wolf pack of black kids even could encounter a white woman. Right? You know what I'm saying? Okay, I like, because the geography wise, mm-hmm. we had to go so many miles before you saw a white person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you live in Miami, it's so segregated and right. segmented. By the time you get to some white people or some rich white people, especially, it's miles. You going a long way on mm-hmm. a bus or some mm-hmm. public transportation. Like it ain't no close, right up on each other shit. So you didn't really understand how that, mm-hmm. like how why they went to a white neighborhood and was wild, and that right. was that's kind of that's, that's that's like some wild shit to us. So your first real encounter with white folks was after college. Yes. See, like different. you know what I'm saying, real encounters. Right, like, right, you know right. Saying, to where, where like you had to engage. You, you had like, to engage. Oh. I was grown. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, really, right. really you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I was grown. I was, <laughs> hey, it was like, <laughs> oh shit, they got white people in this world. No, no, it's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just asking because this guy. No, I'm just saying, like, my first encounter with, with white people having to engage with them, though, actually wasn't in the, you know what I'm saying, it, it was still in a bubble. Like schools. It, what it, you mean? What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, know what uh, saying? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a situation uh, where, you know what I mean? where it was a, it was a, a, a complicated situation where they were our clients in, okay. a, in a you know what I'm saying in a drug situation. Okay. So you know what I mean? It was it was still our world, like even that. though it was their their situation. It was our world. You know what I'm saying? I we we it. made the rules, right? And but it was interesting yeah. learning about white people through you know what I'm saying being someone who sold drugs right. and them as consumers, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. And then you're in their space. Right. And, <clears throat> but they're from a different world, but that's how I learned more about white people. Mm-hmm. They were trust fund kids, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they were quote unquote partying, mm-hmm. but it didn't really look like a party to us. It was like, this shit ain't no party. It looks sad. <laughs> it was like, this is crazy. Yeah. So it was a lot of Pink Floyd and, and, and drugs. Okay. So. But to understand their world, you know what I'm saying, you to come across different kinds of people and mm-hmm. and people whose parents are people you see on TV. And right. you know what I'm saying, people who use drugs that play in the PGA tour and they come after they get off the tour, they come spend two weeks in the you know what I'm saying, yeah. in the spot. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Getting it in. It's it's a it's a eye it's eye awakening, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like, to understand how trust fund money works, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Is is to like when you got one kid who gets his check, they not kids, they adults. When they get their check and they spend it all on drugs, mm-hmm. and they sponsor the whole situation, mm-hmm. then that money runs out. Then the next person get theirs, and they do the same shit. And mm-hmm. it's just a culture of hey, like a cocaine fellowship. A cocaine fellowship. That's wow. So that was my first real experience uh-huh. with white people, and I learned a lot. And it, but it wasn't, it wasn't um, intrusive, or it wasn't, you know, what I'm saying oppressive to me. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. So 
it was it was a situation where you could learn at a at a nice pace right. at your own pace. <laughs> right, 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 right. You, know you set the you set the time. I you mean, basically, the, you, the set speed. The, you set the speed, and, yeah. and you got to understand it. So by the time I got to New York and I was in a workplace, and you got people coming from you know. You got Wasp and you got people, you know, mm -hmm. going to the Hamptons and all that type mm -hmm. of shit. You halfway already understand them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? From a perspective, you already been around these kind of kind of people. Okay. But it was a little different. Though. It's a it lot was, different. Was it's a, a drug addict. No, it's, it was, <laughs> it's I mean, it, was, it probably still is, but not. I wasn't in control of right. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Got you. But I understand where they come from, right. the lifestyle of it. You know right. what I'm saying? And how some of that flows. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you got a kid who whose mother is really just trying to figure out how to make their life better. Mm -hmm. They're already rich, they have no problems, but right. now you, they have this problem of addiction mm -hmm. and they're trying to create ways for him to not pay attention to that and be involved in something else. Like, so we got one guy whose parents just bought him a fucking whole store because he was very interested in, in pet and animals and shit. Mm -hmm. So they bought him a pet store. He never went to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Never went to that shit at all. But in his house, he had these big ass fish tanks that was like 20 feet long and shit. Mm -hmm. One with full of tropical shit, and he he didn't take care of shit uh -huh. but them fish. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, he, he did take care. He, of he was actually okay. passionate, but like you could do anything in that motherfucker you want, but you can't fuck with them fish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he took care of them fish. Them the only motherfuckers in that house that ate. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Them and the dog. Uh huh. And then he had a, another tank that was full of piranhas. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And the fish and the dog was well taken care of. So I get the parents' understanding of like, okay, let's do something that he's passionate about. Right. And they did that shit. He never went to that shit. But it was interesting the limps that, you know what I'm saying, you could go to when you had the resources to go to them to right. create opportunities for, for your children. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as a parent now, I understand it. You know, I'm not in that situation, and I'm not that. I don't have a, the same problem, but I understand trying to create opportunities for your for your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying the best way you can. And a lot of times, that's when you when you have white people taking your opportunities and shit like that. It's a lot of times it's that shit. They just creating ways for their people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And but knowing that you have to figure out how to get around it and do your thing within the same system, you're not gonna do that shit on my back. But I understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. <clears throat> I think uh <laughs> what's up? I don't know if that was too transparent. No, nah, what was you That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It was good. We didn't even have to bleep nothing this week. <laughs> Motherfuckers didn't even bleep it. Oh, they ain't bleep it? Did <laughs> no. you get a call? No, that shit is all the way up there. No, uh, I ain't get the call. Get the call saying, I'm watching this shit. This shit is right uh, there. Letting it live? All right, we'll get to it. Oh, man. Damn. Ah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's Nothing I'm sacred. Nah. Oh, man. I think. I'm not first. Encounter white people. I know I moved around white people around like. 11, 12. I'd been around, white, like, in, I used to do, like, the Fresh Air Fund when I was a kid. So, mm. like, when I was growing up. Quintessential New York shit. Yeah, I got, yeah. When I was growing up, everybody was black. Only people that were really white that I saw were, like, teachers and shit, like, that cops, people at the store. You know what I mean? But, like, that wasn't, that wasn't anything. It was just regular, you know, I wasn't, it, you know, but I was young, too, so I never really... I never really looked at like disparity like that. You know how like when you're young, you don't know if you're poor, you don't know, you don't see mm -hmm. all of that shit. You don't see politics at play or shit like that. But so but when I went to uh, Fresh Air Fun, mm -hmm. like that was like the first time a motherfucker was like other. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was, it was, you was just back in the day, you black with everybody else. Right now, you the black guy. You know what I'm saying? Guy. Getting off the bus the. with the other black kids right. who come to this community where they be like, the black kids are here. <laughs> here so, they come. Bing, right. bing, 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 bing. And it was weird because it was like, uh, it was different as fuck. It was a whole like uh, different environment. Tell them what the Fresh Air Fund is. Fresh Air Fund is a uh, like a program where when I was a kid, I was taking kids from the inner city to, they would ship you out to like, to the to the country, mm -hmm. you know, for fresh air, for like 
typically about two week vacations type thing. Um, you go down to Port Authority, get on a bus. My shit, for the most part, I was going to like Gloversville, New York, mm -hmm. which is about three, it's probably about an hour away from where I was at Saratoga. So there was part of me that was like, let me go drive through Gloversville and <laughs> see what the fuck it looked like. But it was too far. I was like, I'm not, you know, man, this is, I don't really want, you know what I mean? I don't know nobody out there that I can recall and I don't really, I don't really want to go to Gloversville. Little Damien? Yeah. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Imagine that shit. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, but yo. but uh, so you go out there for like two weeks, you live with this family. And you live amongst whatever family type of shit they had. So right. first couple, first couple times I went to this one family. That's, I've talked about this before. They ain't had no TV. They were very religious. They read the book, the Bible at six o'clock every day around the table and shit. They worked on a farm. You know, it was different as fuck. Right. Uh, but it was interesting. It was cool. I found out. You start to start to see their culture. Like that's how I got into uh, Randy Travis. Mm. Not into it, but I remember that song. He got a song called Forever and Ever, Amen, right? And this kid, it was like, it was like the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was the shit in the white community. This motherfucker, the cat that I was staying with, would play this shit in the whip all the time. And that shit was his lady, every time she heard it, you could tell that was their song. Right. It was a brand new song, but it was like the song. You could feel it. Just like any other, the song. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, oh. This is the white song. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> when I went back, nobody had heard about this shit. Right. But every so often, I would have conversations with white people. Be like, you fuck there. We'll talk about country music, and I'd be like, Yo, Randy Travis was it. Randy. How you know about Randy? Tra you know what I mean? It was like a little in there, mm -hmm. in their little thing. But uh, it wasn't much to it. It was just, it was just some different ass shit. It was like. It was boring, but it was a lot to do. It was just a lot to, it was the same type of shit, just run outside and play, but it wasn't outside in the streets. Right. It was outside in the grass. In the field. In the field, in the, in the, uh, the stay out the barn. I went through the barn, I, I got stitches in my knee because we was playing hide and go see. We running through the barn. To this day, we running through this dark ass barn. This dark ass barn, I come out and my whole shit is bloody. I don't even notice. Everybody's like, yo. Your shit is bleed. I look down. You know how you don't know you bleed until you look down. You're like, oh, it looked like I got shot. I had to be like nine stitches. What Still happened? On, I don't fucking, to this day, I don't know. All I know is I ran through ran something through cut the, the fuck out of me. Well, and they told shit me. Shit that cut you. And what I did realize that, uh, and it was a couple times like this, because I was on some bullshit sometimes, but I do, the, <laughs> I do some wild shit. They had to take me to the hospital, get some stitches. But you could tell they was a little nervous because, you know, I'm not their kid. You right. know what I'm saying? This is a kid on loan <laughs> right. from the city that got fucked and up. And black. Right. <laughs> on where did, on where our did, watch. Where did you get this kid? Right. <laughs> but uh, that was kind of like my first time interacting with white people. And then when I moved to Westchester, like going to school, that's probably the second time. I don't realize, I don't. It wasn't, I'm trying to think of what was one of the most striking things. I don't know. I guess it was, uh, it was one of those things to where when there weren't white people, it wasn't, I won't say us versus them, because it shouldn't be us versus, but it was just like, this is a group, that's a group. We ain't all the same group. Right. You know what I'm saying? There could be some bullshit between the group. You could be cool. You could mm -hmm. not be cool based on just the identity of the group. Like now you've seen yourself as opposed to. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You've seen a different side of culture. You've seen like, uh, you start to see difference. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, I never felt like, I never got caught up in the whole uh, like less than type shit. Like right. sometimes you'll see that, you know. Sometimes you'll see people be like, "Yo, I wish I, I had it like white people," or you know, white people had an advantage or whatever. And they might have, and there's you know, but black shit always felt cool, fun, and the motherfucker right. always <laughs> felt lit. Like even right. you knew it was fucked up, even when shit was right. against all odds, there was some. Uh, it was allegiance in that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, it's just, you know, it is us. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's, 
and I don't want it to, because I, you know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. Like, I'm trying not to see the world as black, white, uh, race, uh, you know, just look at the, uh, what's the word, the, the differences, whether you got money, you don't have money, mm -hmm. you're, you're a religious person, you're not a religious person, you know what I mean? Like, right. rather look at the similarities, but it's just so weird how um, so many narratives are designed around that, you know right. what I mean? Whatever differences it can be, and if you aren't careful, you can be preoccupied with a narrative that you didn't really even prescribe to. That was right. kind of sold to you. I won't say sold to you, but that was the story. Right. You know, like there's times when I look on Twitter <clears throat> and you'll see a story, some racial profiling shit or just some fucked up shit or whatever it could be, and the pot is almost stirred for you and they say, hey, hey, right. be fucked up. Feel bad about this. Right. You know what I mean? Here's this. And that becomes the narrative. And you could, it's almost like choose your own adventure. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could click on this and feel a fucking way as it was designed to, or you could not interact with it at all and right. look for some other shit. It's just interesting how difference can be leveraged. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that's what happens, but in your real life, you have to understand what real life is. Because like, <clears throat> you know, my first, first interaction uh -huh. with white people is the white flight era, which is kind of like gentrification in reverse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when we moved to the neighborhood, it was a few white families. It was, you know, still white families left for a very small amount of time, maybe two Any years. Any kids your age or no? Yes. Uh -huh. So I had Paul, Aaron, uh -huh. and Joey. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They were all my age. They was my crew. How old were you then? White boys. Uh, six, seven. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So probably I moved out as five, so I probably didn't come outside till I was about seven. Okay. Seven, so like seven to nine, uh -huh. seven to ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was Aaron, Paul, mm -hmm. and Joey. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Joey rode BMX bikes, bikes and um, raced mm -hmm. them, and you know he had all the trophies. Aaron's uncle, they all did motocross. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I what I understood about the dynamics because mm -hmm. what was going on in that era, they was going through some of the same shit we was going through. You know what I'm saying? So they was they moving these houses, same houses we moving in. Then you get a divorce and shit is fucked up. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Paul. His his pops, they got divorced. His pops left. His mom got the house. They pool went from blue to green. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This shit. He used to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He used to have all. I the, didn't realize that was fucked up. That's how out the pool game. I oh am. shit! When pool blue to green, I was if like, if your pool green, it's fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah, your pool I, gotta be blue. It's algae. Is that's that what that's that is? just fucked up. Okay. That means you ain't taking care of it. This motherfuckers living in it. Damn. Frogs oh, and shit. Tadpoles. Oh, it's God. a bad scenario. That's funny. So. You know what I'm saying? We when when Paul Poole went green, we was like, we knew it was fucked <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh shit, it's over for him. Like he going through some yeah. of the same shit we going through right. down here. And then you see his mom; she always fussing and shit. Right. Like damn, it's like he was. You know what I'm saying? He was. They right. was feeling it. Then then they had to move. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Aaron, shit. <clears throat> Aaron lived with his grandparents. Him and his mom lived with his grandparents. I well, didn't even know where the fuck Aaron daddy was. Yeah. But. They they live so good that you ain't really paid attention until you right. really paid attention. Like, damn, where your daddy at? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a kid, that young, you, you just act shit like just, that. Yeah, you want to know the story. Where's your dad? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like know? the cops. <laughs> so when you know Aaron ain't got no daddy, and you know he living with green his green pool. No, Aaron, they pool blue as they had the best pool on the fucking block. Oh, uh, okay. They had the best everything, cause Aaron's grandfather was holding that shit down, and um. Like I said, they was doing the motocross, so the, the, the motorcycle with the mm -hmm. dirt bikes and shit. So his granddaddy had the perfect garage with all the tools in the right place. Mm -hmm. He had every fucking thing you needed. Mm -hmm. Like if you need to put some air in your tires, mm -hmm. he got a compressor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need to fucking do anything. He had all the shit you needed. Right. And then the pool was pristine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the granddaddy was doing everything to make sure that the kids were straight. But then when you really paid attention, like Aaron ain't really had no daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then Joey, his his parents got divorced, and it was it was a tragedy. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like then they had to move. Like it was one point they was he was living there. They ain't had no furniture and shit. Like damn, Joey, what the fuck going on? Like we in that motherfucker listening. Another one bites the dust. Damn. And it's like, yeah, that's like, fitting. Like damn, this nigga ain't got no carpet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When you realize, like, you think your house is, you know yeah. what I'm saying, is lesser than, yeah. but then you realize, damn, his shit is lesser yeah. than mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. It's like, ooh. Yeah. And so they had to move. So, you know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, they going through some of this same shit. It's like, you know, then the movies, like, that's when Cable first came on. You had, like, the movies like uh, High Cost of Living and 9 to 5 and shit. Right. And I really related to them movies right. because I saw the same shit in my house right. that I saw in Paul, Aaron, and Joey house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I see these mamas trying to make it happen and shit. I'm like, damn, I could, I could, I could relate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was the real first taste, but that was like two years, and then the neighborhood went black. Yeah. I remember back. Speaking of that, <clears throat> I remember might have been my last go at uh, Fresh Air Fun. <laughs> We were struggling. Did I tell you about this shit? I told nah. you about this shit. So the same family I used to go to, they split. Uh-huh. So now, you know what I mean? It was they were a couple. Now it's just one. Right. And so which I, was the mom or the dad? It was the mom. Okay. So, so she kept it going. Up, she kept the picture. We pick, we're gonna pushing. let little Damien come. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna give him a good shot. So she came. To your point, I'm kind of like, yo, where's you know what I mean? I want to say his name, but where's homie at? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know. When you young like that, they go there, we'll talk about it, I'll give you the whole story. So we get to the spot, we not going back to the house. Oh. It's not a house. We go apartment. We no no it's an apartment, but we like in a uh like in a shared house. Oh, where it's, uh, oh shit. Like a you like a mixed unit. Right. It looked like a house from outside, but it's like, like mixed unit. Yeah, it's different it. spots. I'm like this ain't fresh air. <clears throat> this no, is this, this is worse than where I came this from. I could have struggled back at the house. <laughs> You know what I mean? We had TV though. There was a TV. Okay. So she was like, "Fuck all that. <laughs> Fuck all of it." What she was talking about that whole scripture, she wasn't with it. Now we backsliding. We sliding back into the hood a little bit. So it was a little <laughs> fucked up. But they had a TV, small TV. She had a little dude. She had a dude. She was dating. You know what I mean? <laughs> Younger dude. You know what I mean? He worked at the Burger King. Check oh this shit! They used to get like, if it was good, like if it was a good night, he'd bring back some shit. Right. Couple whoppers or some shit like that. Like we was doing it like so that. You, you in the, I was fucked up. You for a in minute. the fucked up scenario. Which was interesting because to see that, okay, we all could be fucked but, but up. But how long you had to be there? Two weeks. Two weeks. And then you gotta settle into this shit. Like, oh yeah. shit. Is homie bringing the whoppers tonight? And this yeah, and it wasn't like one of them situations where as of today. I mean, I'm sure I talk to my moms frequently, but mm. there was letter writing and there might be one or two calls or some shit right. like that a week or something like long that. Long distance Yeah, calls. it wasn't no texting. It wasn't no FaceTiming. Right. So, you know, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you got to settle into, oh, this is what it is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is different. You right. know what I mean? Like, we all, we all, yeah. So, to go through it, I see what you're talking about. It was, it was something to see, like, uh. Like to see that struggle, that shit, that was, there was, struggle wasn't prejudice. Everybody right. could be fucked up. Right. But, um, but yeah, that was that as far as struggle goes. And then later on, you know, like just to see culturally, like how the lines were like early on. That's back when music was a lot more segmented still. Mm-hmm. So there was like a lot of like headbangers, you know what I mean? Heavy metal type shit, Guns and Roses type motherfuckers. And then, you know, Public Enemy, you know what I mean? And it might be the one couple cats that seen the, you know what I mean? The value mm-hmm. of both or whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, it's but, interesting. But it's like, like, like right now, like with gentrification, right? Yeah. Because of those types of experiences, you could see shit a little differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, you might have a neighbor, they come in with this air of, you know, huh, I'm you know, I'm this guy and I came in to save your neighborhood and right. I pay, you know, however many times more in rent than you. Right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. But then when you see that, you know what I'm saying, you could recognize a struggle face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The stress. The stress, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When the coffee cup is being held too fucking tight. Right, right. the top about to poof. 
You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker vaping too hard down you know the block. Saying? Vaping too hard, you understand. <laughs> you like, you know what I'm saying? You want to tell him, I feel you, dog. <laughs> right, right. I know that four thousand dollars a month is hurting, man. Yo. You know what I'm saying? And you, I know you mad because you know you gotta get up, get out, and get something early right. in the morning. And you right. see, yes. you see cats just relaxing. Right. You know, on the stoop. Right. At you know what I'm saying? Nine in the morning might be starting a barbecue or some right. shit. And you feeling some type like, of way. How the fuck? Yeah. Don't feel no kind of way. They going through the same shit you going through. They just handling it different. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Let's cook some ribs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times they want to still feel like, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm above this shit. Right. But struggle is struggle, man. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? When it's showing your face, that means it's real. Dude, <laughs> I see this cat. I don't know if he was really struggling. It just he had a struggle face. <laughs> I was on the West Side Highway. I'm driving. I'm going south. He's going north. There's the island between the two of them. He's got his, his window down. I mean, that motherfucker looked so somber in the face. <laughs> I, it, was, it took everything I had, because we're caught out. I looked over, I see him, he saw me see him, and he kind of looked at it. I, I took everything I had not to be like, yo, it's going to be all right, fam. Keep, keep your head up, fam. Yeah, one of those. All one right. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it, it's just interesting that, to see it in reverse. You know what I'm saying? Cause, Cause, we were the families coming in, and uh -huh. and and it was a, obviously a different vibe of how you come in when you come into somebody else's neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But then you know to see it come, them come into our neighborhoods, and it's still the neighborhood. It ain't like you know they coming in is all of a sudden right. they neighborhood and shit. So it's like they had to live with some some mm -hmm. hood shit that's actually still going on. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and some of it don't they don't take. They don't understand how to take it. Some of them take it too far. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm seeing, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing gentrified crackheads or whatever, whatever drug it is. It's like, what the mm -hmm. fuck? Well, you know, they ain't supposed to come over here and, you know what I'm saying? Mercy. Add to the, you know what I'm saying? Dang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, nah. Dang. So, so it's a trip to watch it all happen, you know, man? Yeah. I don't think nobody really think they're going to be a full-on crackhead. I yeah, think everybody think that's, that you know people think that they going to test it out, see what it is. They curious. That's the that's the thing with addiction. Like you yeah. think you could beat it. Like you know what I'm saying. It's always you know um, you know I got control of this. I you know what I'm saying I do this because I want to do it. I can stop whenever I want. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Dr. Sekou Gathers. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. You know, if you if listen to the Truth Podcast, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. He has these uh, this content, extra content for people who support the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then one of them, that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? The addiction part where you, you know, you think you could, I could beat this shit because, you know what I'm saying? I'm in control. Right. But really, you're not. Yeah. And the, the drugs is in control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, the more you do it, the more what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Stay off the crack. Oh, you need a little session. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, man. You know, um, trying to be discreet. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, Jay-Z ah. is officially a billionaire. According to the Forbes. Yes, According sir. to... Oh, wow. You get no, 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 no. Oh. No, that's not an asterisk at all. I'm <laughs> oh, okay. just saying, you know what I'm saying? You know how that go. What's that mean? What you mean? Huh? It's just like, like Trump is a billionaire according to some whatever source. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But yes, I'm not taking nothing from it. I'm actually proud. I'm super proud. Right. That you know what I'm saying, Jay Z could you know what I'm saying, be still in the game at that level and take it all the way there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, right? To come in when he came in right. and to take it all the way there. Like a lot of the cats that's in the running, Dre, uh -huh. even Puff, right? They was running before him. I thought Puff was gonna get there before Jay. Puff I, is close, but yeah. you know, Jay is active. Yeah, he out there you moving. You know what I'm saying? He active with title. He took big chances with title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He took big chances with you know what I'm saying. With, I think his deal with, with the champagne is a lot different than what Puff's deal is with, with the Ciroc, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the difference, you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Take ownership, take less money, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Shit. So he got to a Billy. Which means Beyonce is, is coming up after. Probably, which, which, well, it's a couple things. Makes you have to say, uh, one, did Hove do everything he said he was going to do? You know how rappers, you know, he rap all that shit. That's part of his whole thing. Everything I said, I got. Everything I, you know, nigga said I'm going to be a billionaire. And they didn't claim that. Mm -hmm. It's like 
he's the most accountable rapper in the game on a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I found myself thinking, well, I, one, there's a couple things. One, I think, obviously, everybody ain't going to become a billionaire, but just the aspiration, not that it wasn't there, but I think, you know, how Hove makes shit hot. There's going to be some more billionaires because it's just, oh, it's attainable. We trying it. Hove did it. You know what I mean? It's going to be a little bit more. I mean, starting with Dre and Puff. They got right. to get there. You know right. I mean? Starting with the new cats that's coming. They see the game. Just like, just like you know what I'm saying, somebody like Quincy Jones played the game in a way that set the tone for this generation, like for Russell and Puff and Jay, you know what I'm saying? To to not only do the music shit, but to expand in all these different right. kinds of businesses and media corporations and start TV stations and magazines and shit. They doing this this generation's version of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's gonna be kids looking at Jay like, oh shit. Hove got the billion. You know what I'm saying? There's also, yeah, so there's gonna be that. There's gonna be that desire. That's gonna be hot. There's gonna be people that are gonna try to get the billion. There's gonna be people that are gonna get the billion. Then made me think, and I've always felt like this, especially now that he's the billionaire now. I think that was, is Jay-Z's career, I mean, I don't want to say responsible, but I feel like, especially since the Jay-Z era, and maybe someone before him, but particularly Jay-Z because he rap about it so much, that your financial capacity almost is part of the measurements when we start thinking of goats. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, let me finish. Let me finish. Like, obviously, being a dope lyricist, having great albums, all of that, having influence, that's all, those are heavy uh, categories, and those are probably the leading factors. But I noticed, like, towards the late 90s, early 2000s, the debate was, yeah, you doing all of that, you ain't getting no money, though. You know what I mean? This was the Master P era. This is the Cash Buddy right. era. This is the Rockefeller era. Right. It became almost like this is yet another thing that we... Now we're going to j- look at your fouls. We're going to look at right. your free throws. But but not really because even still, Biggie and Pac still held through, even through all of the richness. But that's also because they were killed. Okay, still. But Biggie's... Lyrics stand for themselves. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I mean, art-wise, art she still ain't been touched, really. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think when you get killed, you know, you get killed, it's almost like you're, they, they raise your, you know, they, they retire your jersey. It's in the rafters. Yeah, that, almost, but that's why he's there with two albums. You know what I'm saying? And that's, off, that's also pretty much after, that's before the Jay-Z era. It's before the Jay Z era, but even still, like cats like Rakim, right? Yeah, Rakim never really sold a billion records right. and shit. He really probably had one and a half strong albums, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But his impact and the way he brought to it and his artistry with that impact changed the game so much that people been chasing that ever since. Till we got Biggie. Biggie came. Nobody has matched his his ability to do what he did. You know what I'm saying? As far as tossing words around with ease and uh-huh. just you know what I'm saying, and and cadences and fucking, he just had the flow. He had flow like where it just came out of him. You know what I'm saying? I admit it's that untouched. So he's gonna be in the conversation regardless of how much money he had or didn't have. But I, what I'm saying is, and those are three artists that are grandfathered in. They also pre get money generation. Right. Like ninety seven is where it started. So to who be else about, is in the goat conversation? Uh, I mean, what you got? I okay, Nas. Nas, right? Nas is approaching the Billy, right? But at is one he? point, that's what they say. I mean, everybody, that's right. what they say. Who knows? I don't like <laughs> I to talk all that talk. I mean, I like I'm not, I'm not counting that pop, man yeah, pockets or whatever. But I ain't hear that conversation. I mean, you know, I think maybe that's just Nas fans saying, yo, no, but I heard he made some he, great he's investments. He's making some good investments. You he's doing well. That. But before that, before that, we had heard that. That was one of the things I remember when Cats would put it on paper because Nas was like the the rapper's rapper, the poet, the street poet, right. the street poet, like the noble poet laureate, like no of the people. Right. Whereas Jay was, he was a rapper, 
but he was also about the business. He was the right. blinger. He was the mainstream. He was the shiny. He was commercial as what they used to call it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Then that became like the standard. Like, yo, don't just be dope on, on record. If you dope on record, the motherfuckers like get your songs and shit. Get to the bag. Use your fluid. Start diversifying. Blah, blah, blah. And then you started to see that would be... Yeah, all considered. Like, like when Master P came and he owned his this and he owned his masters and he had eighty five percent of the you know what I'm saying the whole shit. He only split fifteen. You know what I'm saying? That became part of okay. This is what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like cats like Puff who was doing it at the time. They didn't have that, but it didn't take away from what Puff was doing. It didn't take away, but what I'm saying is from now on. I feel like that's also a part of the conversation. Like people will say Definitely. when they when they when they sum up anybody, they'd be like, Yeah, he put that album out. That was a dope verse on that. Oh yeah, and then he got to deal with such and such. And then right. he's doing this. It's almost like now that's a new category. Right. But even even if you look at Nipsey. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was marching his way towards that and and his his music wasn't necessarily was even in that conversation. Right. But right. you know what I'm saying? Of course, he he did get killed, and but he was making moves that he was a businessman that put him in the conversation of a higher level conversation. I would, I mean, before he died, I used to always say he's like the Malcolm Gladwell of hip hop. You know what I mean? Because right. he did that whole that whole hundred dollar, you know what I mean? The hundred dollar mixtape, thousand dollar mixtape. He was doing like a right. lot of I don't want to say stunts for sake of a better word, but yeah, kind of like, let's test this. Right. Let's see, let's see how the, strong this, this fan base is. No doubt. Let's leverage that. And it wasn't about, yo, this 16 is fire. It was like, yo, this 16 is fire, but let me see what I could make my fans do. Let me see how I could leverage this in this arena. Let me see if I could invest in the community. So like to, back when we talk about what, when, when Nipsey passed, that was a large part of the conversation exactly. with their thing. So I'm just saying, like, was Jay, because obviously P and, and you know, Birdman, no, Bird, you know, Birdman and all of them, they right. were about finance. I would never put, I wouldn't put them in the lyricist conversation. But then as it became like, it wasn't enough to just be a dope MC. It was like, yo, you're a dope MC. You got the opportunity to get more money here, here, and here. Right. Almost like that's all you want to be is just a dope MC. Right. But see, that's but that's how Jay came in the game. You know what I'm saying? It was the difference was right. he was never just a signed artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was an artist with a label. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a team and a company. And they had to make money to make the company successful. He had so, to do it to get it, in the game. And so the fact that he was a dope MC just only added fuel to that, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That just made the whole story, like you say, accountable in his, what, what'd you say he was? The most what? Accountable? No, you say he was the most accountable rapper? I think so. He, we, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I think financially accountable, like accountable, basically right. he's done everything he said he was going right. to. Right, he, he, so he did that from the jump, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he fucking said it in the lyrics when he wasn't, when the first album he was talking that talk, right. you know what I'm saying? First videos, his first visuals was talking that talk. You know what I'm saying? Right. And ain't no nigga video. They taking big bags of money to the bank in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Talking that talk. Or even this. This is what I meant too. Like prior to that, it was almost like he kind of made it to where if you're gonna say you got this shit, you better he, he's the it. receipt rapper. That, that's what he said. What's the you know what I'm saying? You got them crowds, bring them out. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Because before that, you could have a lot of shit. He could get his aspiration as what? I right. got a fly OJ. All of that shit. We might see you on the D train. Right. And we'd be like, ah, right. it the, just... the rings and things you sing about, bring them out. Yeah. <laughs> you know All of that shit you was talking, I need to see it so I know because it's real. He talked that talk because they was doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but who else is in the GOAT conversation as of like recent? I mean, the GOAT conversation is so expansive, but let's, all right, so Drake, Kendrick, Yay, uh, I mean, Nas is solidified. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of this next generation, Cole. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I don't know if these are people that are going for the, you know what I mean, the right. next, like they're the greatest of this right. era. Right. Uh, I'm sure I'm leaving a few people out. But it's like pretty much 
almost all of them got some type of business yeah, arm. Even I, Kendrick, you know what I mean? Right. Like I think Drake is is closest focused to on doing that same thing. Right. And getting to them same places. They running them same circle. It's Jay, LeBron, right. uh fucking Drake. Mm-hmm. All of them are hyper aspirational with getting to right. higher Meek. levels. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's a lot of people out there that's like it's not enough that this album is banging. I gotta get this money. I gotta level all the way up. You know what I mean? Like you I see a to, lot of that. I had to make it all work all the way from all angles. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I'm not um, taking a deal type shit. Right. Even if you are taking a deal, you might talk that I'm not taking a deal. Yeah. Talk. You know, I'm independent, but not really. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Look where that budget come from. Right. <laughs> uh. Did you see when they see us? I see. I saw. I saw some of it. I couldn't take it. Right. It's there. tough. I, I, I couldn't do it's it. I couldn't tough. do it I in the moment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like my wife, she watched. My son watched the whole shit. I was happy he watched it. My right. wife watched the whole shit. Uh huh. Um, and she was like, "You got to finish it." I'm like, "Man, really? Do I have to?" Because right. you know what I'm saying. You kind of know what's what's going on. You, you know this thing, but you know what I'm saying. It's that thing where shit. I done live this shit. I done. Beat that motherfucking scenario of being young and getting caught up and right. getting railroaded into the fucking system and shit. You done did everything you had to do to buck that shit right. to sit back and watch it and revel in what you already been dodging all your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, you got to have time and motherfucking energy <laughs> to do that shit. I ain't got the time or the energy. Oh, I need some motherfucking positive vibe. I need Jay-Z being billionaire. Try to f- get my shit focused, and then I had to catch that on a weekend where you know what I'm saying I got the <laughs> the, the, the the emotional wherewithal, right, right? You know what I mean, right? Because you know, like you, like it ain't much you could tell me about being a black man, right? Because you know what I'm saying, shit, you was born that way, and you was born in it, and you was born with all the same, and it's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying, nothing you can do. You wake up. Motherfuckers look the other way, hold their purse, you know what I'm saying? Don't want to sit next to you on the train. This every day, every day. Police, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. sizing you up, you know what I'm saying? And you figure the way to how to manage that shit, negotiate it, and get through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know the story of what happened. This is like a teachable moment for motherfuckers who don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what that shit is for. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, it's it's absolutely it's that. It's it's sad because it was a it was a horrible, it was horrible what happened. So to relive it, especially if you remember it, mm-hmm. it's you know it's traumatic. You know what I mean? You if it, it feels you could feel it viscerally, like you know my lady like grew up in that that area, a couple mm-hmm. grades behind them kids, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Hung out in that same situation, so that shit hit real close there. Did she watch it? Yeah, the first couple episodes, but like, it's a lot. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot, and it's fucked up because we always talk about these savage ass stories, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's a real story, and it really happened. And these people, they these these kids endured that shit, right? And they got to the other side of it. It didn't fully break them it it affected them greatly you know what i'm saying but it didn't it didn't break them as people they're still around but shit is fucked up and and it was a great a gross injustice Mm -hmm. what's fucked up about it to me outside of um it's just it feels like it's like the more things change the more they stay the same it's Mm -hmm. almost like so many of the same players yeah same shit is still in this the same story Thirty years later. Yeah, because the, if you don't, if you are participating from the other side, right, yeah. and you have the other vantage point of these savages, right, you know what I'm saying? This is like if you look at the response from, say, the people who take the other side, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 wasn't they DNA? But he was just the sixth member. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? It's like just like even the the victim herself. That's what she was saying. It was like you know. It, even though the headline is like victim, she doesn't remember anything mm-hmm. about the thing, but she was saying that, you know, it had to be more. Right. Had to be more. They, he just had to be, right. you know what I'm saying, just the other member. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got caught up. So they sticking to that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? They're not changing. 
the way they think. And that's that's a small microcosm to how society works. People who are locked into a certain mind frame and a certain segment, they that's just how they feel. Fuck it. They mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Just programming. It wasn't, it wasn't that they was just innocent because they was out there wilding anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, you know what I mean, the shit, the evidence that we had only shows that one of them. Right. Like, this motherfucker ain't even know these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he was just one of them. Mm-hmm. Had to be. Had to be, because that's what it is. Fit the description. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, the, thing. the The lady from Emmett Till come out and say, yeah, he ain't really do that shit. I lied. Yep, but still, he must have did something. That's what the other people, that's not yeah, what that's she what, said. No, uh, that's what I'm saying. The other, the, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people feel a certain way, they get locked into it. That's human nature. That's how humans Well, that's, that's also programming, grow. too, because that's what you're given. Like, when they took the profile of black men, black, right. you know what I mean? Like, to the point of the title, when they see us, it's like, this is all of this shit that's to it. So, even if I was wrong in this particular place... Nah, that's that's typically that when it must have been another motherfucker. Basically, because that's yeah. what they've gone to believe, and that's like fear. You know what I mean? There's right. a lot of program. It goes it's, beyond just black and white. There's a lot of yeah, but that fear turns into belief, and that belief yes. turns into fucking laws, and them laws yeah. turn into motherfucking you yeah. know what I'm saying? Systematic situations. Yeah. So those people who believe that shit, who parents taught them that shit, they grow up right. and they become fucking judges. And you know what I'm saying? Somebody did this shit. Might as well be you. Fuck it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shit's crazy. You know what, man? I I was watching. I just only got two past two of the episodes, but it made me realize just knowing your rights. That's a superpower, especially you know what I mean. Like in life, not even as a youth. Mm-hmm. Just knowing your rights, because if you don't. They could do whatever they want to do with you. you they gonna I mean? do whatever they want to do. With if you, you don't know that, yo, I need a lawyer. I'm about speaking it. Just little shit, and that fucking that information is still not like available in abundance. Like, and, and the thing motherfuckers is, no dancers. N- sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, niggas knew how to I do mean, the shiggy and, three days in. But see, see, I think, I think, even though it's, it's still, it's cats that know that shit. But when you get caught up in a situation, it don't always and they start manipulating that shit, yeah. and you sitting behind them bars, and you hear the other side of them bars, and you know what's over there, yeah. and you know what you know your bed is comfortable and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They start telling you all this shit. Yo, you start thinking, what's the the least amount of fucking pain I can endure in this shit? Yeah. If I if I ask for my lawyer, they're gonna impose the most pain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Let me see what these motherfuckers talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. And, and that's, you know, it's a shame. And it's a lot of times, you know, motherfuckers do the crime before they know, you know what I'm saying, the value of the, of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and they be out there doing it and, and hollering, I'm a real this and I'm a real that until that shit hit you mm-hmm. in your face with what's real, real. Yeah. And to stand up. And say I need my lawyer and da 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 da. da. You got to be real, real. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like, fuck it. I, whatever way this go, I'm gonna do what's right by what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers gonna have to do your motherfucking job. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna do it for you. Mm-hmm. But when they start talking that, hey, you could go home in six months or oh, shit, da 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 da. You start thinking, ah, oh, if I go to trial, I'm gonna lose, and then that's when you start giving in. You see that shit on first forty eight every time. Mm-hmm. This shit ain't new. Hmm. Motherfucker, you a kid, motherfucker, telling you could go home and sleep in your mama bed, or you know what I'm saying, you could go back in there with these goons. Mm-hmm. You gonna do whatever you can to get back to your bed. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Why don't you hit us with some good news, Ali? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's finish up with a on a positive note. How about you hit us with that? Cause uh, good news. We, 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 it's uh, real. Uh, Good news. I don't know. I don't have no good news. I mean, good news. I'm working on some good projects. I'm starting a tour with Cavassier. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? That's the kicking off the summer situation. Summer Muhammad out here. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna. I think that's seven cities. You know what I'm oh, saying? Shit. So we usually do these things in the summer. These tours in the summer. Right. So this is the first of of, of those that what come. C- through. What cities you going to? 
um, you know, the typicals, uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Chicago, okay. Detroit, okay. L.A., Miami, Atlanta, New York. First one is in New York on Thursday, actually, so if you want to check it out, hit me up. I'll send you the link. Yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I think you said Atlanta twice. That's okay. No, there's a, there's a city that is like, damn, we ain't even get our shot. There's that seventh city that didn't get no love. Chicago? Was Chicago? I said Chicago. Did you say Chicago? I said Chicago. Detroit. I said Detroit. I said Atlanta. I said said Tuskegee. I love Tuskegee. (laughs) I I had great times in Tuskegee. We'll talk about it on another show, but I I love Tuskegee. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Where you going to be? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in New York. I'll be around. I will shout out to anybody that came through Eastville. I was there all last week. We had a good time. 40 minutes out there. That was fun. Oh, shit. Off the top of the head, I I don't have any dates to uh, to shout out at this moment. But uh, if I ain't gonna be, I'm gonna be here for sure. It's a damn shame. I'm gonna be here for sure. <laughs> I will be here for sure. I'll be popping up. I think y'all should follow me on social media if I got anything popping up. I'm trying. To, I've been trying to update my website for a minute. That's what. That's what's really killing me. Uh, I've been trying to get this new website off the ground. And my, my SEO is trash. Like, uh, I put my name and I can't find my website. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Who you got working on that? I I'm sure it. somebody listening like, motherfucker, you should have called me. Yeah, well, you know. Shout out to who I do have working on it because I haven't completely lost faith. We still working through I it. I mean, but, it, like, but see, if y'all got any. Designing um, the website, building the website is different than the SEO shit. Right. If you, know you got saying? any ideas on SEO optimization. Yes. If you have any ideas on SEO optimization, holler at me because I need to yeah. get my shit optimized. That's real shit. Like, that's two different disciplines. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you motherfucker will build it, but, you know, you got to have a motherfucker that can tell you how to make it work. Yeah, so we need that. Word up. So that's what I'll be doing this week, looking for you, the uh, chief SEO optimizer. And then, uh, shit, I'll be back here. But in between that, in the between, in the the meantime, in between time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We are out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation